Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com backslash themoviegang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Peter Dancy. And I'm Ben Haworth. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast, where this week we'll be taking a look at a giant dumpster fire, and it still will be more enjoyable than Triple X. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to steal the thing off the rails already, but uh, how are you guys doing this week? Welcome back to the Movie Gang Podcast. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles where it's currently underwater. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I took, a video, took a video of the LA River, which... Uh, if you ever seen Terminator, you realize that's a joke because it's a little stream of water going down a giant drainage area. Isn't that like where the grease lightning scene happens in Greece? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It's a very famous, any sort of car chase ends up there. And uh, it is an actual river right now. It is a huge, raging river. Every place is flooded. And I drove through Laurel Canyon, which was a mistake because... That's where landslides happen. So don't cool. drive through Laurel Canyon right now till the rains Holy end. Shit. Because <laughs> landslides are a thing or mudslides are a thing in California. So I feel if it like... isn't on fire, it's falling off the ocean. <laughs> it's an exciting place. I do feel like everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go take a vacation in California. And it's like where the environment don't. is trying to kill you. <laughs> it really is. It's like next to Australia in terms of. Hated. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. Like, California, California is is one of our many Australias here in the state. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, moving on out, we're gonna get started this week. We have a big, juicy trailer. I don't know why it's juicy, uh, but it's because a big trailer a corner. Yeah, well, it's got uh, it's got uh, sexy Wolverine, sexy grown up, mm. fatherly Wolverine mm. in it. So, that, yeah, no, I'm it's not got a sad depression yet. beard. Mm. Okay, yeah. Just, okay, just speaking <laughs> personally, sexier like that. T- just speaking personally, totally down for that. Yeah, yeah like, actually, this is like the sexiest version of Wolverine. Is like him, like his fatherly. It's weird. It's like, oh, I feel like he'd be a good dad for my recently children. Recently, he's like too, <laughs> he's like too built. Recently, he's just like a monster man. Recently, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, now he looks normal, like a normal buff dad. It's like, <laughs> like it's like the ben, like, it's like the like, Ben like Affleck like, Batman thing. It's like everyone's built like a brick shit house now, and so it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's just this dude with some claws and can heal, and he's, like, flying at motherfuckers. That was my one thing about Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. Like, don't get me wrong, Chris Pratt, I'm sure he wanted to get fit and get uh, paid to do it, but... This guy's supposed to be like the loser washout dude in the universe. What's he doing all these goddamn sit-ups? Like, what's yeah, he doing? Like... CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, he's like doing his like. We need to. We need to like see like you know Chris Pratt's uh, whatever the fuck he's called in Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Lord. Uh, well, no, I don't. Star what's Lord. his name? Like, what's his actual name? Oh. It's, uh, oh, Peter, 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 Peter Quill. Quill. Peter Quill. Oh, whatever. Anyways, but it's, I want to know when <laughs> Peter Quill is doing his like moody CrossFit sequence. Yeah. And it's, like, to music. <laughs> That's the one thing for Batman for Superman. They explained why he was so goddamn built. <laughs> 
Batman does CrossFit now. And I was like, I really wonder if there's like a Bowflex in a closet somewhere in the Batcave. <laughs> oh my god, I have not, I have, I have not thought of Bowflex in forever. I know, it's, it's, like, it's like Batman's been going with like the workout trends through the 90s and 80s. <laughs> He's got that, uh, that, uh, that's, what was it, Sally Struthers or whatever with Jane, Jane Fonda, oh, like yeah. leg press thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, working on my uh, Kegels. I don't know. <laughs> Did you know men can actually really uh, benefit from Kegel exercises? Indeed. Yes, I yeah. did yeah. know this. Yeah, it's, actually, it's really good for you. You should get on that. You should get on that as well, dear viewer. Um, but uh, again, this week we watched the second trailer and the Red Band trailer for Logan, which is coming out, which revealed more information regarding the uh, X-23, which is now confirmed as X-23 with the double claws and her healing factor and the fact that uh, Logan and Pat Stew, as Charles Xavier, will be taking care of her and saving her from this time from the Ravagers, a techno army of uh, techno dudes with Apparently everyone just has like one arm or one side cut off. I feel like it's like some sort of initiation thing. It's like, oh, we're going to cut off a hand and you're going to get a leg and you're going to get a foot and none <laughs> of us will be totally cyberized. And that's just what this organization outfit's looking for. Um, right. Which is sort Led of the by truth Barry of the from Archer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. From Barry from Archer. <laughs> yes, I've decided. Not actually, but, you know. Blonde cyborg evil guy. Of course obviously. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> and it also it's also good when he's going, No, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of specifically this young an actress doing this ultra violent a scene? I am so for it, personally. <laughs> I I mean just because like I I like I like it I like it for I I mean I remember when I saw the first trailer, um because 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 I because I am rather familiar with Marvel Comics? No, not totally. I automatically knew it was X-23, so I knew exactly what was coming. But, I, but I'm for it for the sheer shock value of, of anyone who doesn't know Marvel, anyone who doesn't know who X-23 is, and all of a sudden you just see like this little 11-year-old girl like like just claws coming out of her hands and like stabbing people and like slicing faces off and it's like it it it, 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 it reminded it reminded me of um of, of when of when of um God, what was that movie called? Uh, with with hit with hit girl um, yeah 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 kick ass yeah kick ass with with hit girl like I I, I like how like how you saw the trailers I saw the trailers and it's like it's like this little girl slicing people's face opens with with like a switchblade but also like just like saying like oh yeah like you're fucking kidding daddy and it's like the sheer shock value of that like I'm I'm all for it because I don't think people at least those who did know I don't think that they were expecting her to be like yeah she's kind of a mini Wolverine literally because she's a clone. Well, it's it's very clear whether intentional or not. It has the same sort of vibes as uh, the Last of Us, which also Correct. did something very interesting. Yeah, where yeah. it had a small girl, a a a, a tough, uh, ragged adult man looking after a younger woman, but the younger woman still killed people and still mm-hmm. held yeah. her own as best as she could, and and was also ravaged by. The fact that she grew up in a world where uh, shit wasn't real, and we sort of have this understanding that if Logan is on his ravaged. own with Professor X, that uh, this world is probably kind of fucked, and that it's yeah. Uh, 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 it, there's been some sort of talk with the uh, uh, don't take any of this too much at heart because I think it's quote out of context, but uh, uh, Hugh Jackman basically said it's quote a different universe. Again, the timeline is so screwed up, and 
Please see Jack's rants and previous whatever. podcasts about it. But yeah, at the very they can least, do whatever it's... the fuck they want at this point, honestly. And I, I think that they're just going to, and that's fine yeah. with me, because frankly, like they have to have an end of the world scenario to do the story that they're about to do. So right. cool, whatever. I mean, if, if you're gonna fuck everything up, you might as well do it now and get it over with. I think there's actually like honestly like three or four timelines like Wolverine-esque timelines because you know at the end of Wolverine with the with the Silver Samurai like he gets his claws and you know he gets his adamantium removed off his claws and grows bone claws so if you right. see bone claw Wolverine that's a certain timeline if you see regular claw Wolverine that's like post X timeline it's all really fucked right now <laughs> to be entirely honest yeah, yeah there's there's, bas- there's basically three or four um there's basically three like three or four um t- time timelines that, that that they have created with these X-Men films over the years Ever since the, ever since the original X Men, like what, what did that come out like two thousand? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, like, there's, I mean, there's, I mean there, there's a few. The amazing thing about this years. is that this is this is insane because like I like I do not give a fuck about the X Men universe, but these spinoff films where they're just using content and just using it like. They're just using it as like a generalized audience knowledge. Like you know a baseline amount of information about the X Men universe and they're using that to build these like one off films like Deadpool. Yeah. Which is the greatest which is one of the greatest superhero films of last year. And I think that they're doing the same fucking thing with Logan and taking it in a new direction. And I think that that's that's kind of the way for them to do it, in my mind. And then just keep having these, again, dumpster fires of main X Men movies and propelling these other ones along. <laughs> I know. Drink every time I say dumpster fire in this podcast. <laughs> All right. New favorite uh... die. <laughs> um, moving on, we're going to talk about the other big trailer drop this week, which is the second trailer for Power Rangers. Speaking of dumpster <laughs> fires. Um, yeah. Can I say I one this... thing real quick before we get Go into ahead. Power Go Rangers ahead before about me and Logan. Peter have an aneurysm. Uh, before, before we get into uh, Power Rangers and everyone ranting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah about Logan. Sure yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I was really impressed by the music they picked for both Logan trailers, and I'm really curious if they're going to have a soundtrack or a score for Logan because they picked these really interesting. Like, obviously, Hurt is a very, it's almost cheating for a trailer because it's like the perfect trailer song ever for a depressing uh, movie. But uh, this was uh, this particular trailer had Kaleo Way Down We Go, which is another yeah. sort of southern rock uh, folk uh, sort of dark moody piece, which is really interesting, and I'm. Uh, very very curious because I think music is a, a very integral part and again I'm looking at sort of Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite had really interesting sort of uses of music in it as well and I feel like they're kind of going for somewhat of a similarish vibe so I'm very curious if there's going to be sort of an interesting soundtrack or what kind of score we're going to do because I feel like uh, it's going to probably hopefully go past the typical string led scores of most superhero films I mean, do I you think- know who's doing the music for this? Yeah, yeah we can up. look it up uh, nice. Uh, the, yeah. the music is being done by Mar- by Marco by Marco uh, Beltrami. Uh, well done. That uh, is beautiful. Yeah. No, yeah. Mar- yeah. Marco Marco, Marco Beltrami. He, he's done, he's done music for uh, the Faculty in 1998, uh, the first Resident Evil movie, uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark in 2011, and The Woman in Black in 2012. Hmm. And Hellboy. Yeah, I, I think I think that's it's probably true. as much as as much as you said that, Ben. I think like for me personally, like I'm ready to kind of like uh, Suicide Squad for me was one and done. I don't want a heavy. If you're going to use, expe- that's if you're going to use a that's song a big difference in a movie. Between no, let me, fi- let me finish. Like using let me finish. Very interesting. 
I'm just saying, if you're going to use a song in a movie, like do it diegetically, like it comes on the radio and have one of those and do one scene and then the rest of the movie be a score. Like don't I'd be down for that. Like mm-hmm. don't hurt. Yeah. For me, it, for me it, it depends on the film, yeah. really, for me, and if it's done well. I agree with that. I mean, like, don't overload it, obviously. And, and Suicide Squad is definitely oh, yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. at this. Yeah. And the problem also is much like Watchmen. Though Suicide Squad is even worse at this. It's like the most obvious choices every there's time. Like, you know, oh, there's like time. seven pop songs in like the first ten minutes of Suicide Squad, I think, or something ridiculous. And um, it's, it's literally like, oh, they're making an army, seven nation army. <laughs> they're in Louisiana. Yeah, How's the rising yeah. sun? It's like so on the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's I mean, not. I don't, even... I don't know what songs. I don't know. I don't know what songs ended up on the soundtrack for Suicide Squad. But I, but I, but part of me feels like they took half of those and were like, they just dumped them in the first fifteen minutes of Suicide Squad just so they could get them out of the way. Is it bad? It's like I like listening to the soundtrack of Suicide Squad outside of the context of the film. Exactly. But then when I go and like watch the movie, I'm like, this this song has no place here. Uh, Stop. Literally. Well, I just I, I just uh, uh, sorry. One real quick thing. I real I just found out that he originally Logan was to be scored by Cliff Martinez, and that kind of bums me out that yeah. he ended up scoring it because I think it would have yeah. made it a lot more interesting. Score. We'll I mean, see. I think I think my thing with video is like, uh, there's not a for me. I don't have a gold standard movie that I like that is heavy on pop song references. And I'm not saying it's going to be pop songs. Not I'm saying it's like, of. I've never song heard this references. folk song before. Like song references. There's not, there's not a movie to me that isn't like in musical territory or specifically focused on the context of a certain kind of music, like strawberry fields or whatever that, or strawberry universe or whatever that movie was across the universe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck it was. I mean, I thought the music, I mean, the music is the Beatles in there. So like, how the fuck do you complain about it? Um, I would say uh, Wes Anderson movies often have a lot of uh, yeah and like tarantino and stuff that's fair i guess i guess but i guess for me it's like very different because i i tend to think that both of those guys tend to give their music like space to breathe right and that's what i'm hoping for in logan oh i I see what you're saying because like the music in both this fit really well with the movie in terms of the the tone they were going for the movie this seemed like the music was complementing it well yeah and that's my hope is that the music is interesting in this movie versus I, I've been kind of bored. Yeah, with I, I mean, I, I, for, I, for the music, for the music, especially, especially with how, especially with how you brought up in um, how the relationship between uh, Logan and X 23 uh, is, is reminiscent of, um, the, of the last of us. I hope that, I, I, I hope that like for, like for the score, they, they can they kind of like, I kind come, uh, come find a middle ground between, between like string, between like string slash horn heavy stuff when big climactic things are happening or like fight scenes. But I, but I also, but I, I, I hope that, I hope that in the vein of the last of us, when it's like those quiet moments which, which, between, between just the three central characters that, 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 that they, that they do, they do bring um, a, a, a bit, a bit of that folk element. I think, I think for me, that is what I'm hoping that they do with the score. Uh, and I'm sure they will. Well, guy, okay, like, we gotta actually move on this time. As nah. much as I was like, let's spend time on this. Like, <laughs> well, we'll, 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 we'll spend enough time on it when the, when the movie actually talk, when the movie actually comes out, and we can uh, review it. I, th- I think too. I think the big point here is that I am super goddamn excited for this movie. Yeah, I haven't been this excited. This is uh, Man of Steel. Probably the last time I've been this excited for a superhero. Yeah, film. and Man of Steel really sold people on that too, which was. Yeah, yeah, tone was really good in that trailer. It was really good, and and that's why like you get scared of things like this. Like maybe mm-hmm. it's just like pondering, and they're just in a car for like half the movie. I don't know. 
Uh, it sounds perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually, yeah, it's like it's like it's just it's like a sneak indie film and in an X Men yeah. vehicle, and it's like and it's like I'm it's okay like, with what? that. No, my God, guys! <laughs> I, I've often said that my ultimate. For the record, uh, I don't know who this X twenty three is. So. Oh, she's the female Wolverine, well, and she to my date is 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 the Jack Newman Gold Star of approval about how you take a classic superhero and gender swap them. Cool. You make a new character, essentially, and give her new themes and new ideas and cool stuff, and you can give her the old costume and pass it on, and it's fine. It's fine, and it's very, it's very different from. I think, I think it's literally the opposite in my mind to like what they did with like Riri Williams and Tony Stark. Mm. All right, moving on. Um, We're gonna talk about Power Rangers. (laughs) We're gonna talk about it. As Must much as I don't be. think anyone here wants to, I'm still going to make. I mean, I want movie. to in in how in, in in preparation for how much I'm going to hate it when I see it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm worried now, and I think my big thing that came up in this trailer is like I like again I kind of like, and I know that like I know that Ben disagrees with me pretty much entirely, but I was not disappointed with like the tone of the new Power Rangers and the departure initially from camp, or at least from a different style of camp, possibly to like how they were doing it now. I mean, I think that Ben's been like, Oh my God, like a chronicle takeoff on the Power Rangers would be Mm -hmm. awful, but at least that's interesting. And what this kind of looks to me is like less interesting and more like a very high done, like really over-designed CG fuck fest yes yep yeah when when the one character said it's morphin time i knew they had done the trailer wrong because instead of making me hyped about it i laughed mm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, I i knew yeah. i knew we were in i i i yeah fuck it's like and 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 i guess that's the thing is it's like you know the nice thing about power rangers is that you can feel really 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 cheesy but in the context of watching an episode of power rangers it never feels super cheesy because the whole proceedings are cheesy but when they kind of like make a dark storyline and then throw in elements like trying to be classic to the fans it's like wow that's super fucking cheesy when he's like pee in this cup and then oh teen drug issues and now we're talking about morphing time like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <coughs> basically my thoughts on this trailer that like, like that hacking and coughing i mean choke on it <laughs> <laughs> um like just apart 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 from everything everything like 90 percent of this trailer one like one of my biggest gripes, and and I and and the th- and the three of them can tell can tell you, listener, that I had like a real issue with this before we started recording, is just like this is the second trailer in such a short amount of time that more or less ruined a Kanye West song simply by association. Ah, uh, come on! I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I shut actually, up. I they... actually don't. I don't hate it. I just. I don't dislike this trailer theme and like using no like, no a... no that no that's what I'm saying I'm not, I I don't, I don't I don't like literally mean like you ruined a Kanye West song but it's just like uh, like you like you could tell it, you could tell that it was one of those instances where they were like well our our movie's called Power Rangers this song is literally called Power why don't we use it <laughs> da, da, da. it just didn't work if there was a major yeah. hit song called Rangers you're saying they would use that song yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, it, like, like, I don't know. It just doesn't 
work for me. It it doesn't set a good tone for me. Like it it just doesn't. It just doesn't. I can't. And I think that's my bit, and I think this is where I disagreed primarily with Ben, is that the last trailer did kind of get me hyped, and this one kind of took a lot of it out of me. Yeah. yeah see, like, I, like, I, I feel like Power Rangers is just a ridiculous, ridiculous premise, and I don't feel like adding moody teenage crap matters to me. I think there's a really great film that did what I, think, I love, I because think... what I love about Power Rangers is that they made me love sort of the Saiban style, uh, 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 crazy sort of, there's a specific name for it that I'm... Uh, um, failing to get to, yeah, the Sentai Troopers the original, but it's a specific term for this sort of Japanese superhero sort of oh, style yeah. of uh, it's a television series. Fuck, Super Sentai was the original, but um, shit, give me a minute. No, I mean you can keep talking, but give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm googling myself, <laughs> but they're sort of in the same vein of the they're they're sort of the same vein of the Godzilla's. Uh, old kaiju films which aren't stuff i'd particularly oh, yeah. like but understand oh, why uh, people like oh tokusatsu like, tokusatsu yeah, to- yeah, genre. tokusatsu yeah i'm yeah. a huge fan of that style and that's what i care about with power rangers i never cared about the teenagers i've never cared about their life i don't care about the american <sighs> stuff they added to it see i did that's not I, what i, I care I agree, about i entirely disagree because i do care about the rendition of it i do care about the cultural synergism of like shooting stuff in america and then combining it with old footage and i'm 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 really i really but like it has nothing to do that, with that old footage because if it was trying to be a, a, a one of those films then no. it wouldn't have this sort of style. I'm I'm talking about like what they created by doing that. Like they don't even do that anymore. They just like well I actually don't know if they do that anymore. I don't think so. I think they the original run they used up all the episodes. I I think they do, yeah. But I think that the point is is like they created this weird, you know, American enhanced background storyline within the Tokusatsu. They like made they took the genre and made it work for an American audience and you you ended up with the Power Rangers. And I think that's the thing in terms of adaptation. But then I feel like like it's it's this weird element. you've, You've stripped out everything that made it originally Japanese. You know, it's just American. I don't. I just. Now. I don't. I don't, well, I don't care. It's it. Americanization. It's something. I else care about itself. it because it's. It's like. It's like, going from, original sushi to having Americanized sushi to just eating American food. You know what I mean? There's no. No, it's I, not. I like There's the like sometimes you get these cross. Like that's that's saying that like fusion food as a genre is awful. Like no. No, like, I love sometimes fusion you end up with fusion food. Jack, listen to me. Listen to me. Fusion food is great, and that's my point. The idea of fusion food is interesting because it's both. This isn't both. This is just American food. This is just cheeseburgers. And no. I don't want okay. cheeseburgers from Power okay. Rangers. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, bringing back, like, I, I'm not disagreeing with that as of this trailer. I'm just saying, like, in reinterpreting ideas and maybe being faithful in some other ways to that. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you as saying as a whole, if you're talking about this movie. I think you, we were disagreeing initially about what the original Power Rangers and what it brought to the table. I like Power Rangers because it was a comedy. You just said a minute ago you didn't. No, I do. I don't like this movie, Jack. Listen to what I'm saying. No, 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 no. You said two minutes ago, you said, I didn't care about the original Power Rangers, and I was saying that I did. No, I I care about the original Power Rangers because it was a fusion. I don't care about this because it's just Americanized. Listen to what I'm saying. Jesus. Can I just say? We literally can play this tape back, Ben. Can I just say? (laughs) All right, Jack. Okay, uh, Peter and Sarah. Who said what? (laughs) My reason for not liking this trailer 
at least from the footage that we've been shown, is because I feel like I've already seen this movie. It's sm- it's like small ish town. Yes. In a in a in a, in a, tw- in a twilight in a twilight setting, but with a hell of a lot less trees. And I'm getting the same. And I'm getting a similar plot that we got in the first Thor film. Small yeah. town meets meet 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 su- meet super huge battle that it is at, that it is in no way prepared for. And it's like I've seen this movie done better. Dot dot dot. Can't tell yet. Probably, but it's like. I don't know. Right. They're just a and lot. I've seen something that has appealed to me much more in what I liked the original Power Rangers, which is a movie called Karate, Karate Robo Zabugar, which is a remake of one of those. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> shows. And it is the cheesiness and the tone and the fun and the joy uh, that I want from Power Rangers. And this has no joy. Are, are like, we talking about I when loved... he, like, emasculates him in the clouds with that and they, like, electrify his nipples? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. The shit. It's a wonderful film. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you guys film. not seen it? Because it's, like, it's just it's just a thing. It's incredible. I, I it's a thing. I had the it biggest happens. smile on my face for that whole two hours. It was amazing. Love that film. <laughs> Uh, and, and and that's where I would say that maybe stripping out some of the Japanese ishness is not that's always fine. a but I want some of it left. <laughs> I want a giant robot fight in a cardboard city, and this and is I would not like have this. I would like to not have like wiry electric nipples. <laughs> like that's fine. Sometimes. That's fine. You can live in that world. I, I I like I like my original Power Rangers Ben, and we're gonna. I like it too, I want, Jack. I, I never I, said I, I, I did. Stop! 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 We're done. You stop. You got it wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't get it wrong. I'm I'm just, I'm just answering. I'm your looking question. forward to you editing out you something. being wrong. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally gonna have a little aside in here that says, you know, Ben was of course wrong on each of these subjects. I mean, I, I look forward to this. All right. And if you were wrong, you have to leave it in. <laughs> okay, I'm. Down. I never if said I'm that. Wrong, if I did, I wasn't if I were wrong, to say that. I will write in here. See here, I was wrong. Fine. Okay. Done. All right. All right. Well, now for an actual, like, purposeful aside. For you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I would go get on there right now, and I would go uh, download with your free 30-day trial Robert McKee's story, story, substance, structure, style, and the principles of screenwriting, as read by him himself, Robert McKee. Again, I would kind of... I really love this book, and I make a, a recommendation of it to anyone trying to get into screenwriting. I mean, you can't necessarily get something like Save Save the Cat or something along those lines. But to me, I, I prefer this book because I find that like, other books like Save the Cat and stuff like that tend to kind of get bogged down in like structural elements, whereas this kind of takes a, a like a, a whole view of, of screenwriting to my extent. So if you want to get into it, there's all sorts of uh, things that you can go on to audible.com and check those out. I personally have to edit all the time. So I only ever listen to books if I'm able to do an audio book. So for searches like that, I appreciate that. So again, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan for your free audiobook. And if you use our backslash code Tuscan, you'll get a uh, you'll get a 30-day trial and you'll help out the Movie Gang podcast stay on the air. So we would really appreciate that. All righty. Let's get on to our main event, which is not me and Ben arguing with each other. <laughs> Hopefully, hey, I don't see. know. Was it? Podcast isn't over. <laughs> <laughs> she says with can't a tone we of woe. About Power Rangers. Oh my god! Just let it go. No, I can't believe we argue about Power Rangers. It's silly. 
Uh, well, we're both saying the same. <laughs> Just thing. wait till the actual film. Um, I don't think either of us will disagree on that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there will be any disagreement in the actual thing. So, all right, today we're reviewing triple x which is something you hate to search like i think i did this at work i searched triple x on my computer and just like <sighs> face palmed i was like why the fuck did i do that uh, fuck thank you, god movie. there's a subtitle because i think the original was literally made so that nobody could torrent it off kazaa back in oh, 2002 yeah. you know <laughs> He's like, anyone trying to search Triple X is like, damn it! (laughs) Yeah, you search the return of Xander Cage movie times. Synopsis. After coming out of self-imposed exile, Daredevil operative Xander Cage, played by Vin Diesel, must race against time to recover a sinister weapon known as Pandora's Box. God damn it. A device that controls every military satellite (laughs) in the world. Recruiting a new group of thrill-seeking cohorts, Xander finds himself entangled in a deadly conspiracy that points to collusion at the highest levels of government. Oh. That's not a bad yeah. synopsis, but like it does like point out a couple glaring problems in this movie. <laughs> yeah. This movie, I kind of loved it. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. I'm not going to disagree with that, so please don't quote me on that part i'm I'm gonna say it right now so it's there's no confusion terrible movie i kind of loved how ridiculously cliched it was it is just so blatantly a a just simplistic movie where they're literally like here's a thing that bad guys want oh no bad guys got it and it's just it's called pandora's box it just follows every beat you expect every cross every double cross you expect it's so wonderfully of its time, which is weirdly 2015, which I think is when it was written because there's like Cecil the Lion references and they cast uh, the woman that Steve Harvey accidentally count- called Miss Universe back in 2015 is like one of the, and I have a lot more to say about this crazy cast. Uh, it's such a weird movie, yet it's also probably a script from 2005 that never got <laughs> made. It's a... Uh, the studio that made it revolution studios hasn't made a movie since 2007 so like clearly they had to make it just because they had the rights to triple x it's such a bizarre (laughs) stupid classic weird hollywood mess and i kind of love it for that i guess for me and then like coming in on the counterpoint like i think this movie is a dumpster fire um, for those exact same reasons. So it's not like I'm disagreeing with you. Right. I'm just like at the same. No, <laughs> like, there's fun. no disagreement. <laughs> like, I think for me, like, you know, I think Ben went into this movie and I, I, I mean, maybe that's like two different mindsets. Like I went into this, like I had other things to do today and I was just very annoyed by the whole proceedings. And that's not, and that's, again, I'm not annoyed by the concept of the movie. I actually and really be- wanted, I really wanted a movie to kind of go out there on like that 90s style cheesy uh, cinema that led to like really crappy movies like, you know, die another day and stuff like that swordfish (laughs) oh swordfish yeah (laughs) like i I really kind of wanted to return to that style of action and that sort of thing and for me i just think that this movie fails from like a conceptual not a conceptual point i think conceptually it's right on the money of a movie that we actually needed and which is weird because like there's a great movie coming out this week split and both both me and ben like secretly like shanghai triple x in here and didn't tell anyone (laughs) 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 like we both like let's be honest Ben. we both agreed on this movie that we wanted to see it and then just didn't like hear arguments about why we should go see split instead (laughs) 
No, because I think most people are mad at M. Night Shyamalan right now, which uh, I would say go see Split. It's an interesting film. But I think we also did just want something stupid after a yeah. lot of depressing. Well, you know, we're going to talk about Manchester by the Sea soon. Fences and, and, and yeah. La La Land and, and the, oh, God, God fucking uh, Monster Calls. Yeah, passing. Oh, God. <sighs> We, we didn't want depressing cast again. We wanted just we wanted stupid. stupid. <laughs> and I, I, I'll say this. This was like a good tonic to that. I think for me, like the breakdown is like is bringing in kind of great action stars and then misusing them a little bit. And I think that's the thing is like they bring in Donnie and they bring in Tony Jaa and they literally like remake sequences from them. And then there's just a total breakdown in both the editing and the cinematography and the style and direction of how they're used. And I think for me, that's like very, very clear and like the distinction of styles are used specifically like when we like you know like when they do the to- like they literally bring in Tony John he just shows up like for no reason <laughs> outside and he's like oh I'm late and we're still all just hanging out and he's like I'm just here so that we can do this one and there's like a random bike cop downstairs so they can do the famous like literally it's just like Tony Josh shows up with his hair all spiked up and he's like let's just do this so I can do that famous shot from the protector you all remember where I jump and kick a dude off a bike and they do it and they still and then you know instead of doing it the same way they do it much poorer by cutting on the fucking impact action right and then they don't do the thing where you you add extra frames to give you know the audience time to like visually understand what's happening and they don't do it they just cut straight on the action and a we never get a wide angle shot of the whole thing like it's never the the two objects flying at each other in motion are never fully seen on shot and then you also don't know what the fucking happened because they cut on the action and so it looks terrible. And that's my point is like, if you're going to hire these great actors, don't make everything look terrible. Like, you know, they literally put, they literally have like in the final fight sequence with Donnie in, they have him in like a mid, they have him in a tight space at like a kind of a mid level shot and you can't see what the fuck is happening. You don't see any of his fists partially. You don't see any of the other people in the frame. And he's and his fists connecting with those people. They cut on the punches. And they cross the 180 degree rule like four or five times in the shot to make like the action sequence. And, and this is Donnie fucking Yin. The, probably, to my mind, the greatest living martial arts actor out there. And, and well, I mean, Jackie Chan. Of. Oh, no, no, Jackie Chan. I mean, he's living like... Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was like. But uh, but like Jackie Chan's older, and I don't I don't mean that mean. I mean that like the greatest like living like you know like at the top of his game martial arts. Right, sorry, this is this this uh, this that statement became Dunian's very great. tricky very fast. That got out of hand. Um, he's really great. Donnie is awesome. We all agree. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone will awesome. Even even everyone that like loves Jackie Chan will awesome. Donnie Ian's great. And that's the thing is if you're going to fucking hire him, don't stick him on a mid shot and then make the action edited into oblivion. And that's the thing is maybe that's for me like the biggest issue with this movie is that I'm annoyed by missed opportunity and I'm also annoyed by like, yeah, like, you know, there's some things like it. Like, you know, having him be like a big boss at the end where he's got like you know like robo gloves on not donnie <laughs> but like the like the guy that he throws out of the plane in the, the first army act. guy yeah yeah I, I, I don't know it's just tony gonzalez oh yeah i i mean i think that's my bit is just like missed opportunity to something that like that all the pieces are there and that's the thing is like i can tell like you know some production assistant not production assistant probably vin diesel himself like had it like had a pitch for a movie and i just see that pitch in my mind and i see that awesome movie and this is just like bungled in so many ways to make it not cool wouldn't it be cool if we had ruby rose and she was like a sniper like, yeah this is cool 
but yeah, I don't think she was in the movie enough because there was a huge ass cast. And no, I, no, like no a... trust me, Sarah. I totally agree with that sentiment. I did not see Ruby Rose enough. <laughs> no, we didn't see Ruby Rose enough. And they're trying to give like, everybody a million things to do. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and there's like this, like, like there's a bunch of characters. There's like a huge. They do like a almost like a like a. I mean, they want this to be like a Furious Seven family thing and they're tying in that x takes care of x and i was like oh no i see where you're going with this you want this to be another fast and the furious thing and then they added in all these extra characters and that's the thing is the fast and the furious franchise built up those characters over time and then had them all in these massive cast movies and that's fine oh, yeah. and it does the stupid suicide squad thing of having like the terrible like ooh wacky uh oh isn't it thing. wacky it's so funny wacky oh, title yeah. cards yeah yeah. Which is the laziest thing in the world. It looked exactly like Suicide Squad too. It was like did it did. Trailer House edit this movie too. I was I was actually <laughs> gonna question if they did. I and I, right? and I could totally believe it. The editing yeah. the editing is for me the worst thing about this movie. And that's the thing, is like that's not Vin Diesel's fault. That's not the people making this movie's fault. I'm sure like like and you can also I think the other thing too is you can tell that like like Donnie Yen worked with that stunt team at the end and it's just poorly shot and he's not a fucking cinematographer. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Cinematographer won, who won an Academy Award. <laughs> the cinematographer won an Academy Award for what? Titanic. Seriously? Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, James James Cameron typically works with not very great cinematographers. <sighs> he mostly just kind of shoots his own movies. Honestly, like it, you look at almost any James Cameron cinematographer, and they typically don't have yeah. really good careers. You look, look at the look at the, like the one action moment in Titanic with the axe when she like cuts his thing off and like there's a yeah. famous just slow motion thing. It's like yeah, he doesn't have a hand anymore because <laughs> that yeah. scene is <laughs> choppily cut. Like, <laughs> like this doesn't like his hand. This doesn't. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> the cut well, I, 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 was I'm rather sharp. From from Sarah, what she thought of this film. I mean, Ben, I think you you and I are pretty much in one mind about this. Like, it was not a good film. I was not <laughs> expecting it to be a good film. At all. I went in wanting a shitty action movie, and that is what I got. <laughs> Therefore, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I guess I, I guess enjoy w- the, the pure cynicism mixed with the pure innocence of it in a weird way like i said the script is very innocent but i just kind of want to go through this cast real quick and just kind of point out how it's hitting literally every single fucking market so like obviously vin diesel donnie in for china Depika uh padukon sorry fuck that up she's a famous bollywood actress so there's india chris Wu, who's a major south korean pop star ruby rose who's a major gay icon tony jaw who's and a major, australian um is he thai i'm sorry I forget what, where where Tony Jaa's from. My I believe. Apologies. Um. Yes, Thai. Yes, Thai. He's a major Thai action star. Nina Dobrev, who's like this big uh, star from like the Vampire Diaries, and is like and a she, big and teen also, girl. And she was icon. also in Degrassi. Yeah, and Degrassi, which is another big hit. Like uh, way back when. Uh, Tony Gonzalez is a major um, NFL player. Neymar is a huge uh, soccer star in Brazil and across the world. Like, it's hitting every single fucking market where it's like, Neymar's going to be your Brazilian star, and Donian's going to be your Chinese poster star, and, you know, Topeka's going to be Samuel your Indian Jackson. star. And, like, I just kind of love that. <laughs> did, like, anyone, did anyone else catch that little aside where it's like, thought he was being recruited for the Avengers? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's yes. Sam Jackson. I get it. That's awesome. 
<laughs> no, like okay, yeah, like when when that when that happened, like that was like, fun. Literally that was half fun. the like literally half the people in my theater like at, at, at the very least just chuckled because he was t- because he was talking to Sam Jackson. We're just like, of course they put that in. Nah. And that and and I, I guess I just kind of appreciate just like a, a even if it's a cynical, it is a multicultural fun band and i just kind of loved when a fucking ice cube showed up i'm like oh yeah they made that dumb ice cube triple x movie canon neat <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of cool me, <laughs> me and me and my me me and my friend and the, and the two and the two and the two women and the two women next to us on our row we like all four of us kind of lost our shit for like five seconds when we popped it because we were just like what how did this happen he just popped up out of nowhere <laughs> but i guess as jack says it's terribly edited, and DJ Caruso is a terrible director in terms of action, and I cannot agree. I wish it was all this package is in a better movie. I'm still happy with the package, but I can't deny that when I opened it, it's like a really pretty box that makes you really excited, and then you open it, and there's poop inside, and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> but that excitement, I can still remember. I still go back to those days. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't like argue with like like the fact that like you wanted this movie, and you think it, even though it is a crappy action movie, I guess like. I had a very, very different take on it because, like, the elements were there to make something better, and they just don't, they just don't connect, and that's 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 that for me. And I think that's the thing is like I can get around a lot of things, but like like you know there are movies like Troy, which are terrible mm. movies, but probably has one of the greatest executed fight sequences. And very well done fight one, scenes, yeah. like that, and like no, 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 like the like the like the fight. With the between, yeah, with Brad. No, well, they mm-hmm. that one and Brad Pitt and uh, versus, uh, you know, what, what, you know, Hector versus Achilles, and oh, because you yeah, know yeah. that it's one of the most nerve wracking fight scenes I've ever experienced, because you know what's going to happen, and the way that his wife stops watching the fight sequence, and the way that like it's like he's toying with him, yeah. it's one of those things. It's like you can have terrible movies and do maybe and like revolutionize action and like cool interesting totally. ways and that's, that's what the grindhouse effect where it's like it's 90 percent crap and 10 percent like oh my god that one scene like that's the tarantino right. thing no. where he's like i take all these little great bits and put them in one movie you know which is exactly just me for this movie i need that action sequence i need that 10 percent, and i can't otherwise i can't Don't say it. yeah <laughs> it's a good i can't say it's i can't say it even works as a as a great bad movie for me like like Fair. Troy is one of my favorite bad movies of all time. Like, you know, it's something that I that I'll always watch when it comes on on TV and it'll get to that scene and I'll be like, "Oh." <laughs> and especially like how like awful it's like Paris like just like covering it as like his like his like brother's feet and then he just kills him anyways. And it's just like there's there's like great moments in that movie and I think that's that's the thing is like this movie is missing you know maybe just one scene just one moment where you just go holy shit and don't roll your eyes and that's the issue is like maybe in past movies people were like oh holy shit but like the skateboarding and like just the like the the thing in the forest and like all of it just kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit the, the one scene I think they got closest for me was was Ruby Rose and Topeka shooting guns together in this sort of gun cop that was yeah. sexy that yes. was pretty that was, yeah, that was sexy was, that was, was some sexy shit <laughs> i was into it no i, 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 was, I think i tweeted after i got out i was like is this uh, does uh diversity mean this because i'm all for it yeah. oh yeah no you did you did message me that i was like you know that's ex- that's exactly what this what the scene what the scene is what the shot is no i, I think i think from i think for me my my guess my biggest problem is that is that is that is that i i on a I don't even remember the second film but um but but like 
I w- I went I went into this movie expecting at least a bit more of like the grittiness and the rawness of the of the first Triple X movie and I, I I mean and and while and while and while like Ben like Ben and Sarah be, because because I went in and I was like okay I'm gonna see a stupid action film like I still felt disappointed because I know where it started and I was just like I wasn't getting the same vibe from them and I I guess I I guess my my expectations were were just were just in the wrong place when I walked in. Yeah, no, I, I I don't, and I'm gonna defend this, Peter. I don't think your expectations were in the wrong place. I think this is a bad movie, and I don't blame. I, mean, no, I don't, and I don't, movie. I don't begrudge Sarah. Uh, I mean, Sarah or Ben's take on it. I just think that, I and I think they're actually agreeing with us. I just think that they took enjoyment from it, and maybe right. the multi multicultural aspect and, and origin of it. And I can agree with that. I still just think that, like, overarchingly, you know, it's just a bad movie and it didn't sell me on the core concept. And I agree that the core concept that's in play there is something I want to see. Just done better. No, yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. I mean, because I mean, because like like them like them, I definitely I definitely enjoyed the multiculturalism, like like how like, like how they how they literally had people from like across the globe in this film. I just. I, I wanted it to be more in the same more in the same vein or in a similar vein of the first one. I I just I didn't get that, and I think that's really where like that's that's kind of how it sucked a bit of the enjoyment out of it for me. Even even though there were definitely moments where I was laughing, whether it was whether it was like for a good reason or a bad reason. No, absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up just a touch early, and let's go ahead and do some uh, scores for this. Uh, first up is uh, Sarah. What do you give Triple X? State of the Union. That's the last one. Xander Cage. Oh <laughs> Rate another movie. That's how much we care about this movie. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I will give Return of Xander Cage a four. I uh, I did enjoy it, but I fully recognize that it was not good. The action sequences left something to be desired. It was not well edited. All of the things that you guys have already said, although we didn't talk about um, Sandra Clegane. Oh, yeah. Man. Rory McCann. Was he even in that movie other than to crash a car and a boat <laughs> once? No. And to, and, to run, and to run out and get shot four times and survive. <laughs> And he's That's like, next time I make the plant. Yeah, no one died. <laughs> Tony Jaw looked like he shot. died and didn't die. It was so weird. <laughs> Tony Jaw like looked like he jumped into his own like electricity lake thing, and then like yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, they just have like taglines for him too. I I don't know. I don't know, man. Peter, you're up next. <laughs> um, uh, fuck it. I'm giving this movie a two. Dang. I was I was I was gonna raise it to a two point five, but I was like, no, go with the original thought, go with the two. There, there were definitely, there were definitely. <laughs> I will agree. There, there were moments where I was like, okay, this moment is good, like, or or it, or it is at least passable. But there was just so much about this movie that I thought was absolute shit. And this is a movie that I promise you, unless it comes on TV or a friend. God help them. Puts it on. I never plan on seeing this movie ever again for as long as I live. At least not voluntarily. Ben, you're up next. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, it's funny. It's like we talked more positively about a movie. You're praying to give a worse score than Hardcore Henry. Uh, I'm not going to give it a worse score than I gave Hardcore Henry because. Oh, that's that right. Hardcore Henry so, did happen. 
yeah. so bad. And uh, I forgot my score and, for that, but, but it's but it's <laughs> probably worse than Batman vs Superman. I have to agree. So I probably have to give it a three point five somewhere between both those scores. Uh, it's uh, there, there's there, there's just a cheesiness I appreciate, but on an actual <laughs> craft level. <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Um, it's chopped to bits. It's poorly shot. It's uh, some actually some probably decently interesting stuff. I mean, uh, they take a motorcycle and then push a button, they become water skis. That's so amazingly <laughs> stupid. Uh, right? And it should be a moment where it go, what the fuck? Like those great Fast and Furious moments where did a car just go through a plane? <laughs> you know, but I didn't feel that, and that's a that's a failure in execution. You can come up with a crazy idea like that motorbikes become water skis, but if you don't shoot it right and you don't edit it right, it well, doesn't. If you make have a whole the worst CG effects in human history, where they're water skiing through an ocean, that was and it literally awful. looks oh, it looks so worse bad. than like the fucking like parasailing Bond yeah, die another day. Yeah. Die another day kept getting referenced in my mind in this movie like unintentionally. <laughs> it's <very> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's it's like it's like a comparison that kept coming up for me. And uh, yeah. I'm gonna just say this outright. I think Hardcore Henry is actually quite a bit better than this movie. Wow, I disagree. All right. I, I mean, that's fine. I think Hardcore Henry tries something. They're both awful, but at least Hardcore Henry tries and sticks to like a thematic element hmm, and like fair. tries to do something. And I think I think that's and that's I really think that's like a like a personal opinion debate sort of thing. They're both bad. Yeah. They're both yeah, really like who really have that debate. Yeah, <laughs> let's not let's not with each other on that one. Like, like I know, I know. Stuff. I was like, I'll argue with <laughs> you about like tens it. and nines and what deserves a nine or a ten i'm not gonna argue with you about what deserves a three and a two, two or a three yeah, we're not, <laughs> no. not going down this road i get i agree with peter i give it a two um so that brings that up to i mean i do think it is worse than that so that's uh four two plus two is four eight uh 11.5 god damn it uh 11.5 divided by four is 2.87 something numbers uh so that's gonna be a three overall yeah three overall <laughs> sounds about right yeah. <laughs> does anyone want to check my math <laughs> no nah, I, I trust you, you. <laughs> i literally don't well, care well, majors we're not gonna check shit <laughs> <laughs> all right the movie gang podcast gives uh triple x the return of xander cage a three out of ten I really thought, yeah, it's one of those things. I actually really do enjoy having scores just just for like moments like these where we can argue and be like, oh, I really hated it, but it was a terrible movie. But at the end of the day, we like slap scores on things and we're like, oh, I guess none of us. Like, that was my favorite thing that's ever happened is like me and Barbie, Bobby, Barbie. Oh, my God. Barbie. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. I can't wait for her to listen to this. I know. Like, I know. That, is going, that is going to be a screaming message. Oh, my God. I know. I'm going to use this. Like, this. I, that was truly an unintentional, but I'm going to take this and make it into a good joke I use later. Um, <laughs> this material just writes itself. <laughs> for the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Sarah Becker. Thanks for listening, everyone. Benjamin Haworth. Go see Split instead of this. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dancy. I actually now wonder if Power Rangers is going to be better than this movie. Oh! Oh! That is the gold. That is the question, sir. Check back um, in, yeah. Check back in, listeners. And I am your host, Jack Newman. 
If you want to head over to TuscanShed.com, you can go check out ways to support the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Go and listen to our other podcasts, including Save Point Gamecast and Amania, A Feast for Bros, which will be starting back up. Here comes when the Game of Thrones season starts up, and Geek Space Nine. So go check out all our other podcasts as well as our online blog and articles that we write about uh, the world. And you can also head on over to TuscanShed.com backslash support us. And you can there's two ways to help us in there. You can go try Audible Trial for 30 day free trial and check that out that's audibletrial.com backslash Tuscan or you can go and use the Amazon referral link and you can go do your regular Amazon shopping while helping the Tuscan Shed Media Network that's two free ways to support the Tuscan Shed Media Network thank you so much you lovely guys for helping us out we appreciate that from everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network and of course the Movie Gang Podcast thanks for listening